This podcast is not intended as a substitute for professional help. If you or someone you know is facing difficulties, I advise you consult a psychologist. Hi everyone and welcome to Psych for Life with Dr. Amanda Ferguson. I'm your host, Dr. Amanda Ferguson. Today's episode is called Love Your Dragon, Making Fear Work for You with strategist Brad Axelrad. Brad, for over a decade, you've been an event producer, consultant, strategist, and podcast host, producing over 150 live events with top business leaders and best-selling authors. And you've supported coaches, entrepreneurs, and consultants to create the business that sets them free to live a life of fulfillment and truth. You're a proud founding member of the Association of Transformational Leaders in Southern California since 2010 and co-founder of the same in Costa Rica. On your Face Your Dragon podcast, you interview celebrity thought leaders, icons and musicians seen on Conan O'Brien and some who've opened up for musicians Coldplay and Pink and you've been featured on numerous media outlets in Canada and America. Welcome, Brad, to the podcast. I'm super happy to be here and honored. Thanks for having me. Oh, such an honor for me too. You're so passionate about transformational leaders and helping them. What motivates you to do this work? <laughs> Jeez. You know, I, I, the, the short answer is and was massive pain in my childhood and really wanting to get out of my own pain and uh, realizing that when I was diving into that self uh, that self-exploration and self-transformation that I really loved the space so much. I thought, wow, this is really different and interesting. This is really helping people. It's getting them in touch with what's most meaningful to them and healing their pain and their trauma. And the longer I dove into the work, the more interested I got at becoming a leader uh, in the space. I wasn't exactly sure how that was going to show up. But as time progressed, it made sense for me to support other leaders so that there was a ripple effect to create the impact far reaching. That was really why I work with other leaders. Wow, that makes so much sense. So to me, you're a leader of leaders. You're a sort of trainer of trainers and a supporter of supporters. Would that be right? It's exactly it. Yeah. Wow, what yeah. a ripple effect, as you say. Oh, wow. So you've you face your dragon approach. How did you come up with that? <laughs> I'm laughing again because I just had this conversation on the drive here with with somebody who else is else is that's going to put me on their podcast. And that was a question we were exploring just very naturally in conversation. And you know what's important is in building a brand and a message is that it's really in alignment and congruent with our life experience, our life history, what's important to us, where we came from, where we're going. Yep. And part of the dragons came up. I'll share this little tidbit. I grew up around hundreds of dragons and I had no idea why there were all these dragons in my mom's home. She read these books, these fantasy books by Anne McCaffrey that were all about dragons and fantasy. Wow. And at that point, for most of my life, I had no, just zero relevance or, or connection to these dragons. <laughs> And, you know, and then I saw Avatar and How to Train Your Dragon and, of course, started studying Joseph Campbell's work, yeah. The Hero's Journey. And uh, through the through the, the work of Joseph's uh, Hero's Journey and understanding, and that was the first time I heard it, but really through the fire, through the pit, coming back with the elixir, really 
finding you know, having the dark night of the soul and yeah. having to face our dragon, as he says, you know, it's really important for us to have the courage to look within and to know that our greatest sort of fears and the things that we're avoiding most are the very things that will set us free. They're also our moneymaker, our purpose and our gift to humanity. If we're willing to look, look within and face what we're most resisting and most afraid of and know that that is our power. It's our, the shadow is our superpower. It yep. just needs to be integrated and loved. Oh, totally well put. And so you've identified five of these dragons that stop people from earning and I guess being empowered. Is that right? Yeah. So very, very simply, there's imposter, scarcity, value, unheard, and critics. And in all the years that I've produced you know, well over 200 events at this point uh, and worked with thousands of people either in the audience or one-on-one -on -one or in groups uh, you know we're, we're, we're all as entrepreneurs facing these things that we're not sure they're hidden fears they're, there's something there but we're not sure what it is yep. and you know I used to say that I had a fear of public speaking or if, and uh, people in our space and even as other entrepreneurs and other verticals have a fear of charging what they're worth or a fear of talking on camera or a fear of being seen out in public or in social media. We're all battling these things. Maybe I won't get enough clients. So, you know, I, why even build the business? But what I found is it's not the fear of public speaking. It's deeper than that. Yes. It's that we're going to be found out as an imposter or fraud. Or what if I go out and share my message somewhere and nobody buys? Like, so let's say I'm speaking on the stage for a hundred people and zero people buy so unheard scarcity, they all sort of play together and they're always kind of there. Oh, yeah. Such common fears that people have. So you've got a three-step process and that sounds really intriguing. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I love I love this conversation so much. That's why I chuckle. It's just it's just so heartwarming to be in this conversation to help people break free from some of these and learn oh. to integrate their shadow and integrate their dragon. Yeah, because yeah. that is how you set yourself free, as you said. That's right. Yeah, and and become the, the have the life you really want, and the abundance and the the happiness. Yeah, the, the exactly the, the whatever that looks like to you, the fulfillment. You know, I love Tony Robbins' six basic human needs. We can talk about those later, but so so the three step process is really finding your fear, facing your fear, and using your fear. So. We, we, we need to find it. We don't know what it is. It's hidden. It's it, it masks itself as other things. Like I was saying, it's not the fear of public speaking, even though that is the number one fear on the planet above yeah. death. Yeah. Right. So we need to find the fear, whatever that may be. It may be one of the dragons and maybe all of them. Yeah. Uh, for most people I work with, it's a mixture of all of them. One's stronger than the other, but it's all of them. And the second step is is facing it. So finding a way to face it, whatever that is. Uh, exposure therapy. If you have a fear of public speaking, you should go speak. Yep. Uh, if you have a fear of heights, maybe go play around with the heights a little bit. Yeah. Uh, one way that I, I face fear is through plant medicine. I have a lot of my clients and other people I know, they'll, they'll do mushrooms or ayahuasca. Or a lot of these things are getting more mainstream now. Yeah. That's one way to really get in there. And then ultimately use your fear. Our fear is never going to go away. Mm. So we have to remember that 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 it may it may calm down some, but it never really goes away. We don't want to slay our dragon. That's a different different metaphor. We want to face our dragon. We want to use our dragon. We want to become friends with our dragon and love our 
shadow. That's where mm. all of our power lies. Yeah. So an example of that, the, of, of using our fear and embracing our shadow, How? what would be a good example of that? Yeah. So using our fear is, is you know, we've got this, the most powerful pharmacy in our brain, biochemicals. Yeah. There's nothing more powerful, right? On the planet. Absolutely nothing comes close. So if we can learn to, to, to play with and tap into this brilliant pharmacy in our mind, instead of having it debilitate us, yep. we can use it to our advantage. So for example, I race semi-professional motocross. It, it used to be, I think it's in some websites, it's still the number one most physically demanding sport on the planet. Wow. So I'd line up with 39 other thirsty, aggressive competitors on the, on the start straight and we're just going for blood. Like it's really intense. <laughs> but the point is I could either sit on that start straight and have a full panic attack, which one time I did, the, the gate dropped and took off and I, I was dizzy spinning. I had no idea where I was. It was the most wild thing. I actually had a panic attack. Yeah. But the point is that we can be in a situation where we're going to have a surge of adrenaline, a surge of whatever it is. And typically it's going to be adrenaline. Mm. speaking produces adrenaline racing motocross produces adrenaline an argument can create some adrenaline mm. so we want to learn to channel that and learn to be okay with the energy that we're having the the, the uncomfortable experience and learn to use and channel that energy and and just you know transform it we don't need to transmute it we want to transform it and use it so I guess it's the optimal um, adrenaline and finding that optimum. So you you kind of can calm yourself enough and calm the dragon, I guess, enough so that it's still there and its energy's there and it's working for us. And and so you you did that motocross and you do that now with enough adrenaline, enough of a dragon to get you super keen and and motivated and and successful. Is that right? That's exactly right. It's it, it, in life, you know, I, I, at once, one point we were cavemen and we're running around, we've got to be on the hunt. And there's that moment of, oh, what's that tiger that almost killed me? Boom, surge of adrenaline. Oh my God, there's our hunt. Yeah. Go get our, go get our food. So, so there's, you know, it's in us. It's been in us for a long time. Now we don't, you know, we go to Whole Foods or go to a grocery store and just buy, buy the food we need. We're not out hunting anymore, but as entrepreneurs, we need to be pretty keen and pretty alert and really focused on what we're trying to accomplish. And we need to work hard and we need that surge sometimes. Many people will seek out caffeine and things. I try to just use my, my, my adrenaline and my excitement and my enthusiasm that I'm self-generating and or unconsciously generating through experiences. But we just have so much power at our fingertips. We've just got to tap in. And I guess, you know, we're talking about adrenaline and this kind of fight or flight fear response and using it for us yeah. in a time where we're sort of more sedentary than ever before. And we've got exactly. you know, we've just had all these lockdowns and so forth. So in our current and even future times of, you know, I guess um, being restricted, but also the uncertainty on the planet, do you think it's it's more or less yeah. relevant these days <laughs> and for the future? <laughs> Wow. Well, uh, we are in very interesting times and a lot of people still have some level of PTSD and, yeah. and, uh, yeah, it's, it was an intense time for all of us. I think we sometimes need to really recognize that. I, I think we forget that, um, that yeah. it was a tough time for many, a lot were depressed, a lot were suicidal, became alcoholics or worse alcoholics, worse drug addicts, mm -hmm. tough time. And, 
uh, you know, it's understanding and having the ability to self-regulate is obviously always important in any situation. Yeah. Um, this is part of the self-regulation is being able to master our our emotional and biochemical responses or or releases, and and being familiar with them and understanding the landscape when these chemicals release so that we're we're not running away from them or trying to push them away or slay them. Like right? it's like okay, whoa, okay, this is here. It's really important to to love our fear. I say that a lot. Yeah. We've got to love our fear. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's not going away. So the best we can exactly. do is absolutely be, yeah, with it and and in a positive, constructive way. So tell us about this transformational leaders community, the association that you helped to found. Well, the Original one, the Association of Transformational Leaders in Southern California. I was a founding member, yeah. uh, which means we we built it we built it from the beginning. I didn't found that one. I was just a founding member at that one. I only missed the first meeting, and then I was invited in by a couple very special people. Yeah. Uh, I'll just name name drop for fun, but Marsha Weeder, she's the, the she's on Oprah a couple times, and just a beautiful soul. Was Jack Canfield's personal coach for a long time. And then also Mari Smith, who was called the Pied Piper of social media. She's <laughs> she's very well known in the social media space for, you know, probably 15 years. But a couple really special people invited me into this association. And I went up to Santa Barbara to, uh, you know, be one of about probably 50 people there, maybe even less, maybe 40 people at the second event. And I was like, wow, again, my imposter syndrome showed up like, who am I to be here? Wow. Yeah. Like. Gay Hendricks is here and all these other like leaders for 40, 50 years in the space and, uh, you know, co-founders of EST and, you know, people that were engaged in, in the early stages of transformation. And, wow. and uh, so it was, it's just an incredible community of thought leaders of all different uh, types and styles and, um, you know, executive coaches and executive trainers and um, the new generation of sort of influencer slash transformational leader, uh, just brilliant souls. And I'm just so honored to be a member of that for the last, I don't know, I guess 15-ish years at this mm. point. Don't we need this inspirational sort of transformational leadership more now than ever before? Yeah, 100%. And that's where we come as transformational leaders to recharge, to share best practices, to to love on each other, to to have fun, to let go, to to just be... And it's it's really a blessing, and that helps us recharge, yeah. so we can go back out in the world, like you said, and and provide the the love and the and the transformation that the world needs. Brilliant. So I guess one of my last kind of curiosities is whether you see that there's something in common that celebrity thought leaders and icons have in common that makes them so popular. <laughs> what what makes them popular? Uh, the, the, the ones that I resonate with the most, and, and I think most people resonate with the most, they're, they're the most uh, humble and in service and very real. They're, they're willing to be seen in their flaws. Mm -hmm. they, they, have the, they have the capacity to share from a place that's um, sincere. There's a sincerity there and, and a genuine care and 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 desire mm. to support others yeah th those are the ones there's the marketers out there the clever boy marketer types that are 
uh, we, my friend and I, a friend came up with that. We, we've used it for a long time, but I stayed away from the internet marketers for a long time and really wanted to be with my people, the transformational leaders. And there's yeah. a difference. The, the clever boy marketers just trying to get something and, you know, make something work. Whereas the transformational leaders are committed. They've been through the dark night of the soul. They've, yeah. they're, they're through their hero's journey. They've brought the elixir back They're They're saying, Hey, I've got this potion and, and this is going to support you to, to find your heart again and to mm-hmm. heal your pain. And yeah, it's really beautiful. Yeah, wanting to uplift other people, having uplifted themselves and been yep. through, through that, yeah, wounded healer sort of journey. That's, yeah, the, the wounded healer, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Look, Brad, yep. thank you so much for being one of those people sharing from your point of pain, mm. as you said, to now mm-hmm. really spreading the abundance of wisdom um, to other thought leaders and the rest of us. So thank you so much. So people can find your faceyourdragon.com site and your podcast online yep. um, and and consult you as uh, a consultant, speaker, strategist, producer of events for media interviews and uh, anything else. Yeah, that's exactly right. All the podcasts live on faceyourdragon.com. Uh, you can see the first podcast was with Don Miguel Ruiz of The Four Agreements, a favorite author. I just absolutely love Miguel of The Four Agreements and brilliant other interviews on there that you'll really appreciate uh, with uh, Gay Hendricks and uh, Barnett Bain, uh, who produced What Dreams May Come with the late Robin Williams and yeah, um, yeah Celestine Prophecy. Just really beautiful, brilliant uh, conversation there. And there's a quiz on there. It's called The Courage Quiz. And that'll help you transform and discover discover and transform the number one hidden fear stopping you from earning what you're worth. And you'll see that at faceyourdragon.com too. Yeah, excellent resources, Brad. Thank you so much. And thank you for being a wonderfully inspiring guest on the podcast. That was my honor. Thanks for having me, truly. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, please rate, review and subscribe on Apple, Spotify or wherever you're listening right now. Plus, don't forget you can access all of the resources mentioned in today's podcast via the show notes. Is there a pressing issue or topic you'd like me to discuss? Head to my Instagram at dramandaferguson and send me a DM. I love hearing from my listeners. If anything discussed in this podcast has caused you concern or distress, contact your general practitioner or health provider. To locate a psychologist in your area, call the Australian Psychological Society and locate Find a Psychologist Service on 1800 397 or visit www.findapsychologist.org.au. If you or someone you know is in crisis, Lifeline is available 24-7 on 13 11 14 and Kids Helpline, again 24-7, on 1800 55 1800 and both are free of charge. To find out more about me, please visit my website, dramandaferguson.com.au. You can find the link in my show notes. The opinions expressed by guests in these podcasts aren't necessarily shared by me. 